to the show. I've uh, just landed in Austin. I'm on the bus um, from the airport. It's one of those lovely smaller cities where you can uh, just jump on a bus at the airport and get downtown in 20 minutes, which is always recommended if you don't have too much luggage. Uh, you can get a, a real feel for a place and uh, obviously cheaper. This is not going to be uh, one of the regular podcast review episodes. This is the first of what I'm calling adventures in podcasting i'm here for the outlier podcast festival i'm really enjoying making the show and uh i'm here to learn a few new things and meet other podcasters and build some community i've also been selected to pitch my show in a sort of uh, x factor type festival kickoff thing which is uh gonna be fun i mean it should make networking easier for sure having the room for a few minutes hopefully uh getting a few laughs I wrote my pitch on the plane and I've been rehearsing it over in my head. Andy's podcast, a podcasting podcast, is one dad's quest to review every show in existence. It's a review show wrapped in a warm, fuzzy blanket of surreal comedy, hiding a steel gauntlet of political agitation. Something like that. Got a slide to throw up behind me as I speak. The show logo, you know, my crazy manic face grin thing. Then underneath, uh, I've written a text joke um, about all the podcatcher platforms there are and where I can be heard. So it says, now available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, Google Play, Gamecast, Castbox, iCatcher, Podbean, iHeart. And then uh, a little bit that says... And coming soon in the form of a garden gnome delivered by ferrets from Plasticast. It's not going to be a giant laugh. And it'll be sporadic as people kind of read it. Which will be fun. Because I can bring up the timing and the laughs a little bit. Play around with that. And then hopefully, you know, I can set myself up to go on a bit of a freeform ramble about ferrets. You know, ferrets are always funny. And I'll be able to uh, explain what they are to millennials. Basically stinking, domesticated polecats used for hunting rabbits. You go work in the fields, you let your uh, ferret out to catch its dinner. And you've got, you know, the rest of its family trapped in cages next to it. So it comes back, doesn't just eat the rabbit, brings it to you. Kind of like the uh, people who do the home delivery uh, from the supermarkets. Those Peapod delivery van drivers or Safeway Direct, except, you know, more ferrety. And uh, you don't have their kids locked in, in your basement to ensure they don't eat all your Jaffa cakes before they arrive. Something like that, some kind of nonsense. Oh, here it is. Here's the city for the first time. Um... We're now turning and going onto one of the major bridges that uh, goes across the Colorado into downtown. Seems pretty nice. It's pretty pretty quiet. Traffic's moving. Always a pleasure to see coming from DC, which is the worst traffic in the world. It's like a nice city. 
So they say keep Austin weird. It's a slogan. And uh, they had it before Portland started using it. And uh, one of my missions here is I'm going to be asking locals why Austin's weird. But now I'm feeling hungry. I'm going to go and hit up the uh, Lavaca Street bar. They've got this cool hole in the wall counter to the uh, taqueria next door. And you can order through it and then chow down while having a local beer. I'm thinking blackened catfish with some spicy street corn is uh, gonna be in order. Now approaching Lavaca at 4th. Transfer for downtown routes, Metro Rapid, Express Route. Transferencia para rutas del centro, Metro Rapid, Rutas Express. I wouldn't do it. 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 Yeah, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it either. I wouldn't do it. I'd never do it. Don't mess with Texas. So give us a call, y'all. Texas, it's more than you think. It's like a whole other country. I've just checked into my Airbnb in the beautiful Zilkin neighborhood. I booked here because it's uh, walkable to downtown across the river. And it's in some trees next to a big park. Really nice room. And it turns out my Airbnb host, Tom, is a former longtime radio guy and podcaster. He just gave me the tour of the house and it included uh, recording and equipment tips, which is, you know, pretty amazing coincidence, which reminds me of the uh, root origin of the word weird from the archaic Scottish, meaning uh, to do with one's destiny, about the supernatural and the uncanny which is why uh, the witches in Macbeth are called the Weird Sisters. So anyway, Tom's going to be my first local victim to tell me uh, why Austin's weird. I have a hand puppet, a devil hand puppet called Devi, that I've attached uh, my Rode lapel mic to. So this is my field recording equipment for the trip. Tom? Tom, this is so great meeting you. Yeah. I, I booked an Airbnb not knowing that, <laughs> one, that you were so great, and two, that you're a podcaster. Yeah, well, yes. What a great delight that is. <laughs> <laughs> How amazing. What a wonderful coincidence. Or... I'd, I'd say in three years, it's a first. Yeah. You're Texas, and you're, you're, you know, Austin most of your life. Yeah. Yep. So why is it weird? I keep saying this like Austin's weird. Well, okay, yeah. So that's fairly easy to, to in in Texas. Texas is a, is is a generally known for being pretty red, red yeah, state, yeah, a yeah. red state. In other words, pretty conservative, right? Like real conservative. And Austin is that university town that. Uh, those of us who grew up in cities anyway, our goal was to get to Austin. It was a cool place. You could get dope in Austin. You could, you know, you could smoke. You could drink. You could, you could see great music. And it was just more laid back and it was cheap to live here. It was very inexpensive because it was a university town. Great. That all changed. Austin is still considered the blueberry on the pizza. You know, from a political point of view, we're like this little oasis of, of progressiveness. Generally, there's plenty of other people. Austin, Austin's open to all, all types, all faiths, and all political beliefs. But you will see here in the center of town a fairly strong orientation toward more of the left. Right. So that, I mean, that's... Oh, so that's why, that's your take. Okay, and that's, yeah. that's how it is. There, there was no weird. big industry. No here. big industry, right. Yeah. Okay. Just UT. Thank you. Yeah. Wait. 
to cross Cesar Chavez at West Avenue. Walking to the festival now. The walk sign is on to cross Cesar Chavez at West Avenue. The walk sign is on to cross The walk sign is on Cesar Chavez. <laughs> Good to have a shout out from a walk sign for a union leader and civil rights activist to cross over the mighty Colorado River. Well, not so mighty anymore really. Once the great carver of the Grand Canyon, but now diverted and dammed. There used to be an amazing delta at the end of the Colorado River uh, that teemed with life and ran into the, uh, the Gulf of California. Um, but, you know, that's all gone now. It's just mud and sticks and stones. We swapped it. We swapped it for private golf courses and uh, swimming pools in uh, Vegas and Palm Springs. Sorry, future generations. Went out to see the bats last night at the uh, Congress Street Bridge. Gathered with about 500 other people on the grass and in the water to see the uh, 1.5 million Mexican free-tailed bats fly out from their roost under the bridge to get their insect breakfast on. The bat watching was a bit of a bust, to be honest. Um, didn't quite work out this time. They came out late, so it was kind of too dark to see. Kind of like black on black. Kind of best you could see really was that there was clearly something happening in the sky, like it was pixelated. I did get to chat to a few folks. Uh, that was fun. Uh, with Devi, my little hand puppet. Uh, the first people I met were Dana and Wayne from Portland, Oregon. Yeah, the other weird city in the US. And, you know, they had no idea why Austin was weird and thought Portland was the first weird city, so that was a little strange. Dana and Wayne are adventure sailors, and uh, Dana writes a great blog of uh, all their travels. Uh, you can check that out at uh, galleywenchtales.com. Not a great night for Vox Pops, honestly, or bat watching. You know, there was a lot of out-of-towners in the crowd, understandably. Um, so they didn't know the Keep Austin Weird slogan was a thing, necessarily. And it was like, oh, excuse me, uh, why is Austin weird? And then they'd look me up and down, and then they'd say something like, we're sat in the dark trying to watch bats, and there's a guy in front of us with a devil hand puppet and a Tripe Mask Replica t-shirt asking us why he's weird. <laughs> You, sir, you are why this place is weird. So now I'm uh, heading into the podcast festival, the Outlier Podcast Festival. I'm going to be delivering my pitch and meet some fellow podcasters and find out what's going on. Hopefully ask them why Austin's weird. And, oh, I'll also be able to ask the mayor, the mayor himself, Steve Adler, why Austin is weird. This is Andy's phone. Leave a message. Andy, I know, you're in Austin. I hope it goes well, man. I really hope you wear the hat and hand out the Shoe Council merch. We really need to raise our game and visibility somehow. At this point, we're not even a laughing stock on K Street anymore. It's more like contempt. Yeah, that's it. It's definitely becoming contempt. 
kind of like how they see regular people. The colonel's starting to notice. Just a couple of years ago, we got to all the big parties and galas. Now we're lucky to get into the lower B-tier shit. Cultural plinky-plonk at the embassy of Klaatu. Drink a Guinness with the Irish ambassador. You know, five-minute coffee pitches to one-term congressman from Podunk desperately trying to ride their coattails into slightly better rooms. We were always blatant with our bribes, but man, what goes on now? It's shameless. And the money. Twenty-five grand used to get you somewhere. I'm going to have to stay at Trump Hotel and pretend to be Russian or something. Anyway, got more pops from Hector's Herbals, Beef Parade, and Cookies and Cream. Ugh. You can have the beef. Smells a little gamey to me. I figure we should go check out that exhibit of presidential paintings. You know, the new Bush-Obama-Clinton pictures? I don't know why they're all suddenly artists. How Dubya can mawkishly paint limbless veterans who lost their arms because of his lies about WMDs is frankly psychopathic. But Obama? Aerial portraits of Afghan weddings as seen from drones? I thought he had more class. Well, safe travels, man. Try and bring me back a bat and some of that real cane sugar Dr. Pepper. And please, wear the hat. <laughs> 10.30pm. It's actually more like midnight. Just got back to my room after the uh, podfest after party at a bar. Trying to keep, uh, trying to keep the noise down so I don't wake my uh, hosts, Tom and Donna. But uh, just want to wrap up the show while it's all fresh in my mind. It's been a packed, fun and informative couple of days. I'm actually exhausted. Just learned so much. Um, let's see. The pitch went well. Had my three minutes up in front of everyone. Got some good laughs and uh, had a lot of people throughout the two days come and say hi because of it. Any new podcasters out there, I can recommend uh, getting along to one of these outlier events. Uh, the organizer, Eva Gonzalez, definitely does good conference. And they're traveling around. I think uh, Denver and Los Angeles are coming up later in the year. So I learned a lot. It was um, a, well, a good, well-balanced conference. There was the hyper-tech-savvy uh, digital marketing type presentations and a few of those breakout panels that were uh, kind of about always be selling brand yourselves and grow type talks from uh, people who were live streaming themselves as they spoke and showed off really driving all the apps and algorithms like digital wizards. Basically their message boils down to Find your niche and spam it hard. Sounds like a good book title, then. Probably is. I have to check at the airport tomorrow. But, you know, even even in those, there, were, there was, you know, good nuggets of, of information and advice. The talks I really enjoyed were from uh, Jessica Cooperman and Harry Duran. Very much about, you know, growing organically, doing podcasting for the right reasons... Uh, striving for quality and uh, finding your voice. Great also to meet the Libsyn guys. Uh, Libsyn's the big original hosting platform. They had a couple of people here, two Robs, Rob Greenlee and Rob Walsh. Both of them podcast Hall of Famers. 
Yep, it's a thing. <laughs> I, I'd never even heard of it. Um, great guys, though. Good, honest, down-to-earth, straight, straight shooting advice. Uh, podcasting is hitting a boom time at the moment. Money is really starting to pour in, and uh, yes, that is going to lead to a lot more stars and famous folk jumping in uh, to cash in on the growth. But uh, they're going to be driving all their followers into podcasting, and that's going to ultimately grow the audience for everyone. If you're in it for the long run, and you're out to produce fun, quality, and engaging product, it should ultimately allow you to uh, reach bigger audiences. I took like 50 pages of the notes. I met some really, really good people uh, doing some lots of brilliant fun things. Ariel, Moby, Yolanda, Jenna, Scott, Erica, Blessing, Ken, and the mayor, of course. And uh, a lot of the locals helped me figure out why Austin is weird. My name is Blessing. My show is the Wealthier Together podcast. And basically what it is is women getting together and helping other women cultivate wellness in all areas of their lives. Fantastic. So there's a thing. They say Austin's weird. Why, why do you think Austin's weird? I think Austin is weird because the people here are very um, individualistic and they don't care what other people think about them. Um, it's kind of like a hippie town and so people really express and are proud of that. Yolanda and my show is called Eaten and Sipping Lovely. I am based here in Austin and my show pretty much just focuses on local things that's going on wherever I travel. I don't know why they would say that keep Austin weird, but I think Austin's pretty cool. Yeah. I do love the city. I do love the vibe. Um, it's a real hippie town, and it continues to kind of stay that way, you know, so I really love that about it. Um, I do like that it's, it's very friendly, you know, because I'm from a bigger city, and so it's really nice to see people to kind of glance up and wave. So I think, I think it should be keep Austin friendly. Erica Schultz. And uh, I host Customers Also Watch, which is a podcast which reviews movies that are streaming on Amazon Prime. Cool. You just follow the algorithm and you just go deep in there? They just yeah. watch whatever comes up? Yep. I just uh, watch a movie, click on the list, pick a movie, watch that, click on the list, and just keep going down that rabbit hole. So. Wow, I'm excited to hear this one. So, Erica, you live here in Austin. Why is Austin weird? Um, so I've been here for eight years, and I'm from Southern California, so I don't think Austin is weird. Um, for me, it's I, I think that, that slogan sort of came up in the 1970s when Austin was weird and so different from the rest of Texas. Um, I think they're all, it's definitely quirky, and it has its pockets of weirdness, but as a whole, because there's been so many people coming into the city, I, I just don't really... I don't think it's weird anymore. I don't see it. There we go. Austin is not weird. It should be Austin is normal. People who succeed the first time out in this city are kind of suspect because you never know if they were good or if they were lucky. You just don't know. But somebody who tries something and it doesn't work and they fail, in this city you don't get punished for that. In this city people expect you to try something, fail, learn from it, try again, learn from it, try again. This is a city whose watchwords could be try shit. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you. I'm here talking to Ken. I'm a native Austinite. I'm the uh, one of the co-founders and currently on the board of directors of Co-op Radio, which is a non-commercial community uh, station here in Austin. We began Co-op Radio in the 90s, in the mid-90s, and one of the very first programs on the air was the lounge guy. He plays lounge music. Lots of kitschy stuff, novelty stuff. Of course, Frank Sinatra, uh, Rosemary Clooney, things like that from the 40s, 50s, and 60s especially. And we went on the air in 1994. He was there when we went on the air. And within just a few years, one of his listeners called up, J. Robillard's Lounge Show. And this guy called up during one of our membership drives, which we have twice a year. And he said, man, what you're playing is so weird. We've got to keep this stuff weird. We've got to keep Austin weird. And Jay said, I think you've got a good phrase there. Well, the guy proceeded to market that term. He's written a book. I think he's writing his second book at this point. Can't remember his name. But it's all about the phrase, keep Austin weird. Oh, wow. Which, of course, has grown and gone on and been claimed by many different people in the last, what, 25 years. So uh, that's where Keep Austin Weird came from. And, of course, some businesses have adopted that and capitalized on it. Some of them not so much. But uh, it's very much about being, as the mayor said, a place where people can try new things. And if they fall on their face, well, give it another shot. Try something different. And that's how we end up with a lot of things that are pretty unique as far as the United States goes. It's kind of weird. So there we have it. Spoke to a lot of locals, and I guess uh, it's one of those things, weirdness is in the eye of the beholder. If you're from a bigger city like Chicago, New York, or somewhere in Southern California, Austin's not that weird. If you're coming to Austin from Texas, then uh, it seems like it's a real breath of fresh air. One thing I am certain of, um, that everyone I've met here is fantastic, and it's uh, a great place to be and a great destination uh, if you ever get a chance to visit, which I hope you do. Okay, what else? Um, It's very late, should be getting to bed. Let's see. Um, Hedges isn't gonna be happy. I didn't wear the hat for the shoe council. He uh, gave me this ridiculous 10 gallon hat covered with shoes that he kind of stuck and stapled to it. Absolutely no way I was gonna wear it. I mean, I flew Spirit for a start. It's a budget airline. like literally cut up the inside of a plane to charge for every little bit of room. So just bringing that thing would have cost me an extra $300. And honestly, uh, at the end of the day, I don't know why me looking like an idiot in Austin with a shoe hat would uh, help raise the profile of the shoe council in uh, Washington. I also couldn't get him any of the uh, good cane sugar Dr. Pepper that they used to have out here from this um, Dr. Pepper company called Dublin. But uh, I found out that Snapple Corporation put them out of business or at least stopped them making Dr. Pepper with real cane sugar in like 2012. That's capitalism for you.
High fructose corn syrup is uh, the winner because of the movements of uh, high finance, as opposed to uh, what capitalists would tell you is that the best product always wins. It's patently just isn't true. It's what makes most money for the big corporations who have and can use their money to pulverize and squeeze more money out of whatever situation they need. I mean, in the 1920s, maybe it was like, you know, you could come out with a quality product and just by virtue of it being the best, make a fortune. But we're so far beyond that now. I had a slouch hat too one time. Time for a poem. Do you remember the Miranda? Do you remember the And the titty and the spitting of the floor with the bedding of the trees that tease in the hybrid? You're not afraid about death? No. Well, the first thing I want to say is mandate my ass. Austin, thou art weird. I came to pitch my podcast. I was welcome and not jeered. I would gladly live in you and grow an enormous hipster beard. Austin, thou art weird. You are home to a bridge full of bats, and even though you are in Texas, there is a refreshing absence of 10-gallon hats. The Colorado River runs right through your heart. The vegan buffet at Café de Luz was awesome, but it doth make me fart. Austin, thou art weird. In you, the Texas rose does truly bloom, a musical oasis with great jazz at the Elephant Room. If I was a broken shard of pottery, I'd stick to you like glue. It felt like I'd fit in here, even without a tattoo. Austin, thou art weird. Full of fabulous and funny folk, you made my new favourite beer, a Hefeweizer from Live Oak. Austin, thou art weird. The mayor described you as the Great White Whale, a unique and magical environment where it's okay to experiment and fail. You are the blueberry on the pizza, the real deal, the biggest hit, a life raft of freedom and culture in a sea of Republican shit. That's it. It's a wrap. Thanks for listening. I hope you've enjoyed coming along for the ride to Austin with me. Regular programming will resume next week. In upcoming shows, I'm going to be reviewing the uh, Tom Waits podcasts and uh, the history of stand-up, which is just going into season two, and the Mother Jones podcast who have just launched uh, three episodes uh, from one of their investigative journalists who went undercover in Syria. Andy's podcast, a podcasting podcast, is brought to you by the American Shoe Council. Over 30,000 years of bipedal history. Shoes, how else are you going to protect your feet?
please like and review the show in Apple Podcasts, and I'll catch you next week. Bye. <laughs>